Hey guys, it's Aman and Christina from the Our Rich Journey podcast, where we answer your questions about making, saving, and investing money for financial independence and retiring early. Today, we have a question about buying the dip. And there seems like a lot of dips going on right now in the stock market. So at a certain point, you're going to run out of money to buy with. (laughs) Yes, this question comes from Wahyu. He is dollar cost averaging, but he also has money set aside for what he calls buying during the dip. So that's what we're going to talk about in this particular question. Let's listen to the question and then we'll get to the answer. Hello, I'm on Christina. My name is Wahyu. I'm from Indonesia. And first of all, uh, I would like to thank you both uh, because yeah, uh, seeing both of you uh, having family and also doing a fire journey, it's uh, really relate to me and yeah, inspired me and kickstarting me to uh, start my own financial journey starting from October 2021. And currently I've reached my goal uh, in uh, my first year and yeah I would uh, really like to thank you to, to both of you um, and the second one uh, currently I'm using uh, my dollar cost averaging system uh, uh, to reach my financial journey uh, and also uh, I set aside uh, some cash to buy the the dip. Um, I know, yes, uh, this is timing the market, but I want to maximize my strategy in BCA. So, what do you think about that? And also, um, how do I maximize this uh, strategy to better return? Thank you very much. So, wow, I just want to point out first that Wahoo says he started in October of 2021. He had a one-year goal and he reached his one-year mark. So I think that's incredible. We talk about having this long fire journey and how you have to break it up. It sounds like he's breaking it up per year. Mm -hmm. Per year, he wants to be at a certain stage and that at the first stage, he already met his first-year goal. So I think that's really incredible. And now he's asking about investments. He is dollar cost averaging, which I think is really important with your investments because you're putting in money every single week or every single month consistently into the stock market. Mm -hmm. So you're not trying to time the market. Mm -hmm. Now, what he said is, in addition to dollar cost averaging, he's going to try and time the market. (laughs) (laughs) So he has money set aside in addition to his dollar cost averaging, that he's trying to figure out when he should put that in, when there is a dip in the market, that he could take that money and put it in into his investment. Um, That's the hard part. I mean, I talked about this at the intro. What dip? Which dip are you looking for? This is something that people, if they are really going to try and do this, because a lot of people are doing this right now. They're setting aside money, waiting for the dip. Um, And the stock market has been dipping a lot lately. But you really have to put in place some parameters. If you are going to have this strategy, and I'm not going to knock someone's strategy. If they really want to pursue this idea of buying the dip, what number are you looking to invest at? When the S&P 500 falls below 20%, 30%, 40%, what is your threshold for the dip? Now, you've already set up rules for your dollar cost averaging. You have identified the amount of money that you're going to put in every month or every week. You've identified when you're going to put in the money. You set up rules, right? And 
you are following those rules and you're seeing success. That's what's so amazing about people once they establish a plan. They see themselves tracking and following that plan and they're seeing success. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't have a plan for how you're going to approach the dip, that's when you could go into territory that could be a little bit more shaky. Yeah. So for example, we hear people say like, I'm not buying when it goes down. Why would I want to buy when it goes down? I'm going to buy when it's at its bottom and then I'll start buying at that point. And my question is, well, when's the bottom? There's no way to actually predict the bottom. So there are dips. Of course, you cannot predict the dips either. But what you're saying is maybe this person will say, okay, I have a strategy that once my investment that I want to invest in hits 5% lower than what it is today, I'll put money into it. If it hits 5% lower again after that, I'll put more money into it, something like that. But that's in addition to dollar cost averaging that you're already doing. So there's this extra money set aside to potentially buy as it's going down, as long as you have these parameters. Because if you're like, I'm just gonna wait and see, you know, it gets to that 5% and you're like, ooh, I'm gonna wait even longer. Maybe it will go down even more. And then it goes down and you're like, I'm gonna wait. But then it shoots back up and you miss that opportunity. The thing with buying the dip, even with with parameters is you have to be satisfied with the result that if you don't get your money in and the market goes way back up and you miss that opportunity, you've missed opportunity to grow your money. If you had that money in with your dollar cost averaging pot of money, you could have been growing that money instead. Instead of trying to figure out when these dips are going to occur, you have to be satisfied with potentially not getting the growth of that money. Now, I will say that in terms of setting money aside for an investment, we have done that, but we did that for investing in real estate. When we put our money aside for investing in real estate, it's to build up either the down payment or in some cases to buy the entire property cash. So we need that money set aside in order to make that move. But the difference between setting aside money for real estate and buying real estate versus setting aside money to try and buy the dip in the stock market, the volatility of the stock market is so extreme and it can be so rapid that if you don't get your money in, if you miss key dates in the market, you could be losing out on an incredible amount of growth for your portfolio. Mm -hmm. Now, if we put money aside solely to invest in real estate and we don't buy a real estate property on day one, day two, day three, we're not gonna have a huge hit on our investment money that we're putting towards real estate because the markets are very, very different. But the idea with the stock market is you wanna have your money in the stock market, you wanna have it working for you, and the best way to do that is to start investing. When you have money, get it into that investment because like I said, if you're waiting for certain dips, even with parameters, maybe it's a 5% dip, if that 5% dip doesn't come at a certain time, you don't get your money in at a certain time and the market shoots back up, you've missed an opportunity to invest when the market was low. I think 2020 was a good example of that. You know, in 2020, the stock market had a huge crash. I think it was in March, right? By the time we got to the summer, the stock market had completely recovered. Now there were people that were expecting the stock market to go lower and they weren't investing during that entire period. 
they said, well, you know, COVID isn't over yet. The stock market has to go back down to lower lows. It never went back down. It continued to go up. And what happens is when people start to set aside this money, they start to create these events in their mind that they think are going to push the stock market lower. When in actuality, there are too many factors for one individual to be able to identify what's going to push the market lower, what's going to push the market higher. So you have to be really careful about that because the real detriment is when you are waiting for the dip, it never happens, and so you never put your money in the market and you look at all of the potential that you've missed because the market has continued to go up. Right. Right? So this is a very slippery slope that people get involved in looking for these dips, especially when they don't have parameters in place. Yes, and I would say it's also a slippery slope if you get it right once or mm -hmm. even twice or even three times. You cannot consistently get it right with all of these dips, and that's the problem. When people may be successful a couple of times, they think, well, I can really do this. I can figure out the best time to put my money in as it's going down, and ultimately, I'm gonna be right, I'm gonna have all of this money. Well, you may get it right. You may get it right a couple of times, but if that is your strategy, again, we're talking about long-term. If you wanna get financial, get to financial independence, if you wanna retire early, you have to be thinking long-term with your investments. Long-term, more than 20, 30, 40 years of investments. And it is just not statistically possible to be able to predict all of those dips at the right time in order to grow your portfolio, it would be better to have your money in your stock investments. So that's really our answer to you. It's, if it was us, we would just get our money into our investments. We would want the money in. We would do the dollar cost averaging, any extra money that we had as it relates to investing in the stock market, we would throw that in with the dollar cost averaging stuff. We'd put it all into the market. But if you are set on trying to find these dips, which we're telling you it's statistically impossible to do it long-term. Maybe you'll get right a couple of times, but if you are set on doing that, we suggest that you at least have some sort of parameters of where you're going to buy, at what point does it have to hit in order for you to put that money into that investment. Yeah. So thank you so much for that call. Again, if you guys are listening and you have questions, please call in and leave those questions for us. You can go to ourrichjourney.com forward slash podcast to leave a question so we can answer it in a future episode. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we will see you at the next episode. Remember that we are not financial advisors and the views expressed by us are solely for entertainment purposes. You must make responsible decisions and that means making decisions based on the thorough independent research that you conduct. Thanks for listening.